Okay, welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto Market Analysis. It's Tuesday afternoon, 30th of April. There is a public holiday tomorrow, Wednesday, the 1st of May, which is Workers' Day. So happy Workers' Day to everyone. Hope you had a good one. Um, and so this may be released on Thursday morning. Apologies for that if you're getting it a bit late. But hey, better late than never. And so, of course, we have our financial analyst with us, Graham Tennant. And uh, Graham, a little bit of action after a couple of days of of, of stagnation in the market. Um, just take yep. us through what's happening and whether uh, you'd like to confirm if we have actually bottomed out on the Bitcoin price. Okay, cool. So yeah, let's start on a, on a bigger time frame. We'll start on daily and then we'll zoom in to some of the shorter time frames because that's where there's been a little bit of action. Okay. Um, so let's look at the, at, the, at the bigger time frame. We're on the daily chart here and let's address your question about the bottoming out um, thesis. So in my opinion, I mean, I would not be surprised if this um, structure or this pattern that we have at the right at the bottom of the chart here is a bottoming pattern. Um, for me, it's doing everything it's supposed to do. Um, after you know, we've discussed this at, at length in previous videos, we had this resistance level. We broke through it with a beautiful green daily candle and we remained uh, above that level comfortably um, for you know for almost a month now so and this is a really nice you know rounded bottom here so yeah if, if you want to get more te technical you could call this an Adam and Eve bottom so that would be your Adam and that's your Eve uh, and that's a, a textbook bottoming pattern mm. so yeah I, I, I still believe that the chances that we've seen the bottom are higher than the chances that we now fall below that structure again so I'm, I'm wearing my bullish hat and you know, so far I think um, from a bullish perspective so, so good. So as long as it, this remains intact for now and we'll talk about some of the various levels that might um, uh, further confirm or um, for doubt on this matter but for now um, I, I see every reason to be bullish. Wow, okay, so um, how would you respond to Vinnie Lingham, obviously one of uh, certainly South Africa's biggest crypto influencers, saying that uh, he doesn't believe the crypto, crypto winter's over. He posted a tweet this morning saying that uh, we need to pass $6,200 to confirm a reversal. Do you think yeah. $6,200 is a bit high, or how would you respond to that kind of comment um, because Vinny has been pretty bearish in the last year or so which is which is understandable but so, how would you respond so 6,000 and 6,200 that zone and I've highlighted that here by this um, this top green uh, area so this top area which is now blue a purpley, <laughs> a purpley color. blue color um, and that's going to be a crucial area because that's where we had um, such a strong support level um, last year so of course this is going to act as strong resistance at least we expect it to act as strong resistance on the way up and we're still you know made, making our way up there and yes it has been slow the last uh, couple of days or weeks but look you know we can only know for sure once we get to those levels and then we can start to see the price action at those levels you know technical analysis is not um it's not fortune telling um you really are trying to look at for the clues that the chart's going to tell you or indicate to you and then make, making calls accordingly right so absolutely yeah we need to break through that level in order to really confirm that this um, this market is now a bull a full-blown bull market but the problem is you know with trading is that you can't wait um, and oftentimes you can't wait for absolute confirmation before entering into the market 
Um, sometimes you need to take a bit of a, a risk, a bit of a gamble. Obviously, you need to take away your risk and reward ratios, etc., etc. But um, at some point in time, you need to make a call and, and get on, get in early before you miss the boat completely. Okay. So um, you, I understand what you're saying. This is, uh, it's, it's a case of well, we've got to look at the signs, and the signs are there that there's a very good chance we we have bottomed out, and therefore uh, we can start making some further calls but now take us through now take us through some of those further calls based on what you're seeing on the shorter time frame great so yeah let's jump into a four hour time frame and here we just have a more uh, close-up view of this break of that um, of that resistance level and from here we've gone you know, pretty much sideways we highlighted in the previous episode that we had upward moving on uh, movement of price and we had the RSI falling so that is a bearish Divergence. Um, it's a period right? divergence, 100%. And that was something that we that um, we were um, concerned about and wary of. And we did then get a pretty big spill to the downside, which is to be expected. And remember that you know just because we get that spill doesn't mean that we need to panic and say it's now a bear market. It just means that we have to you know take stock at that point in time. And the market is allowed to take a breather um, because don't, you know, the market doesn't move in straight lines. I just want to jump in quickly on that sure. spill. Um, that spill was that that was coincided with the news of the Bitfinex um, investigation by the New York Attorney General's office. The statement that they made about right. Bitfinex. Right. Now, was that a reaction by the market, or was that because so many traders were already waiting to hit the sell button because of that bearish divergence that they were seeing? Was it a combination of the fundamental news and the and what the charts were telling the traders? Yeah, look, so I think that that move is, um, in my opinion, a very much a fundamental move. Um, because prior to that big spill, if we, I don't know, if, if we have a look at this point in, point in time before that spill took place, I was very, well, well, pretty bullish because we looked like we were setting up for potentially a big, well, a decent upside move from that point in time and to look to break the previous high because as we were moving up here we had consistent higher highs higher lows yes and um, and this was a new higher low at this point in time and the natural thing to expect would be you know a push up and a continuation of that trend right um then the i think it was the wall street journal that came out and said this is the issues we have with tether and you know the price um fell accordingly so that was disappointing and you know, one has to also scratch your head and wonder what type of um, motivation there was for the Wall Street Journal to release that article at that specific point in time when we were looking like we could actually push to new highs. Very, but um, I'll leave that to the to the listeners to make up their mind about. Okay, that. so continue with with where you were going. So. Um, Looking at uh, the shorter time frame now, you're on a four-hour uh, time frame, I think yep. it is there. Um, take us through what you're seeing. Cool. So after we got the spill to the downside, um, now you obviously have to be cautious because you're waiting to see, is this going to um, cause further contagion in the market? Or is this the first down leg move of, a, of, a, of, a, um, of more negative price movement? Or um, is the market going to recover from there? So what we saw is a sideways action, and I'm going to go in even closer here so we can get an even closer view on the hourly time frame. And what we saw here is that volatility got really low and the price was squeezing. Um, as we can see, it's denoted by these, these um, support and resistance trend lines. And when we see the contraction of price, we know that there's going to be a significant move either way. So and again, 
you know, your rule of thumb when it comes to these triangle patterns is that what the price action does going into the triangle is what you should expect to come out of the triangle. So in this scenario we had a downward movement into the triangle so on balance of probability I'd say that we, we should expect um, a downside move but that's not what we got. Um, we got an upside break which is great um, for, from a bullish perspective um, and once we broke that upper trend line level um, I did enter a long trade earlier today and fortunately you know, it's playing out quite nicely for now. So now we need to look at this and say well this is actually quite a, a bullish move for the short term um, and I think the conflicting part was that you know, again if you look at the daily chart we're looking bullish but this was you know, well, generally a bearish pattern so you have these um, contradicting, con contradicting um, signals from the market yeah. but ultimately this looks like it's the way that the market wants to, wants to move and that's to the upside in the short term. We've broken out here nicely and um, I, continue, I expect us to continue this move um, at least till I would say the 4,000, sorry the 5,400 level. That's where I've got uh, take profit um, orders set up on my, on my long trade here. So yeah, touch wood, we'll, we'll see how this one plays out. All right, well there we go. Um, looking at a 5,400 sort of resistance for the current rally uh, and let's see if that plays out. You've been pretty right so far this year and uh, we'll see if your record stays intact although obviously this is uh, as you say this is quite a um, it's not a perfect science. 100%. So what are we what, so you're drawing the resistance line there. Um, yeah, so I think that's our next uh, obvious resistance level so you could expect some t uh, some profit taking there and some selling um, and yeah I'm, if it reaches that level I'm happy, happy to take my profits and then we'll we'll look for the next trade. And I would imagine that um, that zone up here is the equivalent of the beginning of this triangle. Is that right? So that's the distance. Is that sort of what you're basing that on? So here, or is that because of this uh, the support in yeah. this area here? Here, I'm really just eyeballing these previous low points. Okay. Um, and as far as the structure is concerned, that's why I expect the sell orders to be. I did measure the base of the triangle from various points earlier. It didn't exactly line up with that point, so that's my that's my default um, to you know, to take profit is is that previous um, previous uh, support support or resistance. Right. Yep. Hundred percent. Got it. Well, Graham, thanks so much for your insight on this episode, and uh, I'm away next week, so. Uh, maybe you can give us a voice note or two. Otherwise, we'll certainly catch you in uh, the early parts of uh, the, within the next two weeks or so. Graham, thank you very much. Thanks, James. Enjoy your time off next yeah, week. Yeah, thanks. I certainly will do. That's it for this, uh, this edition of the SA Crypto Market Analysis. Please subscribe to us on YouTube and uh, follow us on Twitter, SA Crypto underscore. And of course, we are on Instagram, SA Crypto ZA. And of course, Graham is on Twitter, so you can try to get hold of him. It's not, um, it's not every day he's on Twitter, but he is there. And you can find him at Graham underscore tenant. Until the next episode, cheers for now.